Hey, what's up, everybody? My name's MJ, and you're listening to the MTG in Quarantine podcast. As usual, I'd like to give a quick shout-out before we begin to my local game store, Guardian Games. You can find Guardian Games on the web at ggportland.com. And before we get to the rest of today's episode, I'd like to give another huge shout-out and thank you to the awesome people who have supported me over at patreon.com slash quarantine. So, thank you to Mr. Big Benz, Anomaly, Draco Lucian, Neil Royal, Nick S., and Infamous Fridge for supporting the show. If you'd like to help me make more awesome content, head on over to patreon.com slash quarantine for more information. This episode of the podcast is another in the Lightning Build series, where I bring amazing members of the community on to build conceptual EDH decks based on a legendary creature they have no idea they're going to be building around until right here, live for your listening enjoyment. So, our contestant for today is a returning guest. I'd like to reintroduce Nick, aka G3, from MTG Lexicon. Welcome back. Put me in, coach. Put me in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to do this? Oh, I, I guess maybe I should introduce myself. Hey, I'm Nick, a.k.a. G3, one of the hosts at MTG Lexicon, a uh, weekly Saturday night uh, paper commander stream and a community that we hope to invite you to to play some commander. All right. Sounds I'm, good. I am ready. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do this. Are you ready for this? Okay. So, uh, again, the quick ground rule, as as I do before every episode, is this is a series about kind of like a blind date style getting a commander, is Nick has no idea what commander I have selected for him to try to build an EDH deck around until I reveal it to him live, and then he has, you know, 10 to 15 minutes to try to build a conceptual deck shell using that commander in whatever way he sees fit. And again, I have curated a list of legendary creatures from throughout Magic's history, and picked out certain legendaries that I felt didn't necessarily lend themselves to only one, maybe two obvious strategies based on their cards. So you're not going to really hear anything that is overly tribal synergistic. There's not going to be any mana value engines, as Nick and I talked about with the Simic Combine in our episode on Guild Talk. And it's going to just be a lot of very kind of interesting, maybe vanilla legendary creatures that he will build one of off the top of his head. And Nick, your challenge today is building one whale of a card that there's just too much text in this box to try to talk about. So your challenge today is building from Throne of Eldraine, the Questing Beast. Questing Beast is a 4-4 beast costing two green green. And buckle up, this is going to be a long text box. Has Vigilance, Death Touch, and Haste. And when Questing Beast cannot be blocked by creatures with power two or less... Combat damage that would be dealt by creatures you control can't be prevented. And whenever quest or whenever questing beast deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to target planeswalker that player controls. Happy hunting. Hmm. Wow. Uh you know, I I didn't know what to expect, but I didn't expect a very strong uh commander on its own. There's there's my my mind is racing. There's so many ways <laughs> to take this. Um, the the obvious route would be kind of just a a Voltron build, but I I want to avoid that, um, especially with that third line of text. Combat damage that would be dealt by creatures you control can't be prevented. Um, that makes me wonder if there's any um, any weird 
weird things like maybe in 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 visions or mirage there there was a few cards I, I can't remember if it was a cycle but they allowed you to do something else if you then prevented its combat damage so the first thing i'm going to do is go on scryfall and type in id equals green and then uh oracle text uh, uh prevent prevent and add uh combat to it and see see if we get any hits just as a as an initial little little bit of um okay so there a bunch of fogs are showing up so that that is definitely one way to take it is kind of fog tribal that that'd be interesting um now <laughs> i don't think this would be worthwhile to put in the the deck but this card stands out foxfire it's a three drop from I guess the original uh, it's from Ice Age okay uh untapped target attacking creature it deals no combat damage or receives no combat damage and draw a card at the beginning of next turn not that great of a card but that's that's the type of thing you know I, I'm kind of looking for right now um so Leary Fog Beast. This leaps out. Here we go. A three drop four two beast from uh gosh, what set symbol is that? Onslaught. Whenever it becomes blocked, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn. There you go. You it's just you de-prevent your own creature's combat, but you you remove any any beneficial uh trades from your opponent. So that's that's a big inclusion right there. Um, I'm I'm looking for similar cards like that. Um, do 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 do. Uh, let's see, Spore Cloud. It's a three cost instant. Let's see what this says. Tap all blocking creatures. Prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn. Each attacking creature and each blocking creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. Let's see. Questing Beast has vigilance. Does have vigilance. So there's yes. synergy there. Uh, tap all blocking creatures. There you go. That's kind of a blowout. That's that's a good synergistic card right there. Uh, I'm seeing a bunch of uh, spore cards right there. Spore far, spore frog, spore flower, uh, spike weaver. You got you got to toss those in there. I think. Mm -hmm. um, Subdue is a one cost instant from from legends never been reprinted it's got this goofy ass beast on it i think you would have to play this card <laughs> prevent all combat damage that would be dealt by target creature this turn that creature gets plus x plus sorry plus o plus x until end of turn where x is its mana value that what you do is you, you give it a little little boost in case uh in case you have an opponent who's trying to deal some uh damage based removal towards your questing beast you just out of nowhere make it four eight just because for one green that's that's real good i like that okay mm -hmm. so that other than generic and slightly generic fogs i think that's basically it here's another unique fog kind of uh tangle it's a two cost instant prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn each attacking oh wait no that's 
that's opposite of what we want. That's not what we want. Yeah, because it, it does um, read each attacking creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. So that's a big yeah. non-bow right there, honestly. Yeah, that's opposite. Opposite. <laughs> um, I think that's... Uh... Oh, here you go. Haze Frog. Um, flash... For three drop two one, the the text we're looking at is when it ETBs prevent all combat damage that other creatures would deal this turn. So that's that's just kind of a, a one sided fog as well. If you have questing beast mm -hmm. out, oh this is weird. Uh, what does this say? Elvish scout. It's a one drop elf. Pay one and tap it. Untap a target attacking creature you control. Um, it neither receives nor deals combat damage this turn. Uh, Oracle text says prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to and by it uh so that's that's a little backup uh backup protection for your commander right there um yeah i'm seeing just a bunch of fog so that but that's kind of my initial thing uh is is kind of fog tribal but we gotta round this out somehow just because that's maybe not proactive enough other than your your commander so maybe we need um hmm hmm let's see if i can pull out some some interesting tech to go with this um should it be a more control based deck it seems that way right it, it rather than focus solely on combat as like a means of aggression it seems like combats are are slow but assured road to victory um so maybe leaning into that more there's there's a few a, a few enchantments that I, I really like that make combat um unappealing for the opponents one of them's raking canopy it's a three cost enchantment that says whenever a creature with flying attacks you raking canopy deals four damage to it so that's that's kind of a de-incentivizing flyers um back at you which which is something that green sometimes has issue with i know green has uh reach but you probably don't want to spend too much resources putting on putting out a bunch of reach creatures uh in this deck so since you're already playing a bunch of fogs um there's another one i'm blanking on the name let's see if i can find it um it removes flying from attacking creatures from your overgrown canopy, I want to say. Uh, type enchantment, oracle. Crushing flying. canopy is a two and two and a green instant that destroys either target creature with flying or target enchantment. It's a nice modal spell. So not that one. Oh, I'm thinking Gravity Well. Here you yeah. go. Um, it's a three-cost enchantment. Whenever a creature with flying attacks, it loses flying until on the turn. Um, and then something semi-similar. Uh, Bower Passage is a two-cost enchantment. Creatures with flying can't block creatures you control. Uh, so this is really de-incentivizing flyers, which which would often in, in other other control decks or or um i guess that's less so in commander but uh you you know you might just get uh blown out by some flyers so this this helps prevent that from 
from taking place and it's more passive so you can save your fogs for for upside with your own commander um that is kind of funny barbed foliage is a four cost enchantment whenever a creature attacks you it loses flanking until end of turn <laughs> so relevant <laughs> but it also has the extra text of whenever creature without flying attacks you it deals one damage to it uh so you know may maybe that that's not that great of a card um dense canopy two cost enchantment whenever or sorry creatures with flying can't block creatures without flying so that um more more evasion for your already super evasive questing beast uh just uh, avoids flyers completely with with that card um anything else stand out on on this angle uh oh you gotta go sandworm convergence of course that's a that's an eight cost enchantment mm -hmm. creatures with flying can't attack you or planeswalkers you control and then at the beginning of your end step create a five five worm token uh so that that kind of leans into what i was saying about this being this being a control build uh and that that kind of helps round out your late game by just having an inevitable in inevitable presence uh by way of worm um seen this card before but i can't remember if it's good uh splintering wind the four cost enchantment you pay three it deals one damage to a creature and then you create a splinter token it has flying cumulative upkeep green when it leaves the battlefield it deals one damage to you and each creature you control what why why hey it why? seems funny I'm that sure it's funny. This is kind of a goofy deck, so just having, having sure. cards that screw yourself would probably be hilarious. Yeah, you see, um, now, now we're talking about things that I do way too much in my own decks. Like, ah, this seems funny. I'll just throw it in. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we're talking. Let's see. So we've got a lot of fogs in this deck, Nick. We've got some interesting control aspects, a lot of giant worms yeah. and whatnot. And we have Questing yeah. Beast. So it seems like we kind of need some cards that allow us to utilize those pieces, allow Questing Beast to keep swinging through and to be able to do deal damage as well as also be able to knock down enemy flyers. I think something like Hurricane would also be pretty good for this deck, no? Yeah, Hur Hurricane's good. Um, I was thinking with those enchantments, you're kind of already crowd controlling a little bit, but a little, you know, no nothing wrong with a little bit extra um i'm seeing another oh, downdraft it's a three cost enchantment that you can pay one to give a cre make a creature lose flying and then in a in a pinch you could sacrifice it to deal two damage to each creature with flying so that, that's another option uh i think that's the there's a couple a couple other things i'm seeing on the search that i did um but i think we can definitely round this out with something that a little, little less combat focus. What do we need? We need um maybe maybe artifact hate potentially. There's there's a few interesting artifact hate cards. Um uh some of them are a little bit older. I'm I'm seeing one that's called Seeds of Innocence. It's a three-cost sorcery from Mirage uh that says destroy all artifacts 
each artifact's controller gains a uh, life equal to its CMC, or its, I guess, mana value now. Uh, there is um, Root Maze, which causes lands and artifacts to enter the battlefield tapped. And that's that's a kind of a, a classic classic little piece of, of um, resource denial, because it only costs one. It's an enchantment. Um, there was another card that I was trying to think of. Is it this one? No. Is it this one? Here you go. Primal Order is a four cost enchantment. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, uh, Primal Order deals damage to that player equal to the number of non-basic lands they control. So this this helps with kind of that control aspect of just slowly, slowly chipping away at their life with, with that type of thing. I wonder if there's other other things where um i guess maybe this this would be a, a, a enchantment heavy deck with with fogs maybe um the search i would be looking for is enchantment but instead of looking for flying i'm looking for deals and see how many damage dealing cards pop up okay there's a couple things do, 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 do. Oh my gosh. Uh one with nature seems like a good shoe-in based off of how evasive questing beast is. Uh whenever enchanted creature deals combat damage to a player, you can search your library for a basic land card and put in the plate tapped. That's that's just a free ramp each turn. Why not, right? Um let's see. So none of these others really stand out to me. So that was a unsuccessful search for for something interesting. What else? But um, I mean, you, so from the sound of it, you have a lot of flying creature hate, a lot of enchantments, a lot of controlling aspects. I guess yeah. that kind of what's left is what exactly is your deck going to try to do to be able to leverage enough value to be able to win the game potentially? Yeah, that's a good question. Um Let's see. This this is probably the last thing we're looking for. Um is is there a outright win the game card, maybe? Win the game. There's a couple in mono green. Oh, there's only two except for a silver border one. Well, if biorhythm wasn't banned, you would have struggle. one, but <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh Epic Struggle and Helix Pinnacle. I don't think either of those necessarily have synergy with where we've gone so far. So the real question is, how do we win? Um, you know, maybe maybe rounded out by making this a... Uh, it, I'm going to say a dirty word, but make this an Infect deck. Oh! Um, and, and since, <laughs> since it... Um, Spicy. There's a, you know, there's a couple there's a couple cards in green, but since you're, you've got this evasive, uh, evasive commander... Um, just hitting a few times and trying to pump it up a few times. Uh, I think I think that's really the way to to round it out. It's not a. I mean, the ideal wouldn't be to do a triumph of the horde type thing. It's just you're you're chipping away with poison counters uh, mm -hmm. through infect. I, I think that just based off of the way I've I've set this up already, I I tried I tried a infect 
$50 budget build in the past and I had fun because it wasn't like a super explosive build. So I think, I think that's where we're going to leave this. Um, I think I do need to actually mention a couple infect cards. So let's see what, um, let's see what we got. We have, um, well, the first card that comes to mind for me is an equipment called grafted exoskeleton. I feel like that goes in any infect deck, no matter what color it is. It's equipment you can give, target creature plus one plus oh and in fact i i think those are the stats don't quite remember it but yeah that's that's usually a good place to start oh it's plus two plus two and plus two plus two okay that there um you could have a a big beefy infect creature by way of phyrexian hydra it's a five cost seven seven with infect um with another ability there's a you know, a lot of these mono green infect cards are actually fairly cheap and, and uh, easy to use. So I think, I think that's how I'd probably round it out um, with with the infect finish. That I did not expect going into this to say, you know, play infect because that's usually not my go to. But I think we should leave it there. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting idea because it, it does say combat damage that would be dealt by creatures you control can't be prevented. But those negative one, negative one counters are going to be cumulative. So no matter what your opponent does, either they block and they potentially lose their creatures anyway, you know, through negative one, negative one counters, which also nerfs them on the other way, giving your creatures mm-hmm. sort of pseudo death touch, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. Re- really lock down the board and then and then slowly chip away with poison damage. I like it. I like where, yeah, where that, we went with this. That's a really interesting idea because, again, if you look at EDH Rec, there's a lot of people who have are playing Fogs. It, it makes sense to do that. So, I mean, it's definitely a, a known strategy. But, yeah, being able to have an Infect finish right there and just having a lot of low-cost, low-to-the-ground Infect creatures and then Green's ability to pump them up if, if, with giant growth combat tricks if you would like to be able to do that, plus the combat damage not being prevented seems like a very good engine from where I'm sitting to be able to really be able to really push home infect damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, Nick, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me about questing beast today. It's a very interesting yeah. build. It- it went a little long, but I, I think we got there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time. And again, where can people find MTG Lexicon if they're interested in interacting with you and maybe playing a game or two at some point? Yeah, there's uh, links to our Twitter and Discord and yada, yada, yada. If you go to linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash MTG Lexicon. You'll find all the relevant links there. And if you're on Discord, I might already be in a server you're in. So you can DM me and I'll I'll direct you there. All right. Sounds good. And if you're interested in hearing any of the previous lightning builds or any of the back catalog of the MTG and Quarantine podcast, you can find those on the usual podcast outlets. That is Google, Apple, Spotify, RocketCast, MTG Cast, Player FM, RocketCast. I think I probably said that already, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Breaker, a whole bunch of others I never quite remember, but it's, if it's a major podcast outlet, I'm probably already on there. And you can find me on the Twitterverse at, at MTG in Quarantine. And you've been listening to the MTG in Quarantine podcast. My name's MJ. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. <laughs>